Hello, and welcome to the Monster Smash Podcast, a podcast where two innocent and naive readers dive headfirst into the monster smut genre. On today's episode, we are talking about The Dragon's Bride by Katie Robert, uh, a book that raises a lot of questions about dragon anatomy and doesn't go on to answer a single one of them. As always, we will be talking about this book in its entirety, so if you don't want spoilers, (laughs) pause the podcast, go read the book, and then come back here and enjoy the chat. It is available on Kindle Unlimited, at least in the U.S. I don't know if that varies by country, Uh, but it's on Kindle Unlimited in the U.S. And then I think it's probably like three bucks or something if you don't have Kindle Unlimited. Um, If you don't mind spoilers or you just don't plan to read the book, you can definitely still enjoy this podcast. Um, we, We have a lot of questions about dragon anatomy. I'm your host, Christine, and with me as always is your other host, Claire. Claire, what is this book about? Well... You might think that this is just about a big dragon with a massive junk and a human who's telling herself she won't fall in love with him, only to do so by the end of the book. And you would be right. That's essentially what the book is about. In short, this book is about Briar. I think that's how you say her name. I believe so, yeah. Um, a human woman who makes a deal with a demon to free her of her abusive husband, in exchange of which she is sold as a bride to a dragon king who is contracted not to force or harm her, but she must give him a chance to seduce her nonetheless. For seven years, she must live with him while he attempts to seduce that small human woman into having his babies uh, because, well, as we'll be discussing it in the plot later, he needs to have a baby with a human woman because the babies will be um, magical and stronger. Right. And um, overall, that's the plot is pretty simple. We have Briar and the dragon hesitating around each other for about three seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of hot sex. There's a contraceptive necklace involved. And, um, you know, there's a very weird and very frustrating plot resolution by the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I, that's look, the book. My first thought, I, I just, how on earth did I think this would be an easier read than Ice Planet Barbarian? Well, here's what I'll say. I have read other books by Katie Robert before. I've read her Dark Olympus series, or I've read the first two anyway, and I enjoyed them a lot. I think she's a good writer. This book does not display her skills, like, at all. It's I had some hopes at the beginning. It wasn't too bad at the beginning, and it's just... Right. I think it tricked you because with Ice Planet Barbarians, there were like all of these wild lines, just like, what the hell is that? And this is not wild in the same way. <laughs> There's not, you know, there weren't that kind those kind of like crazy throwaway lines that made you laugh out loud. Um, it's still I mean, wild. a few. Yeah, there were it, a handful. It, it didn't make me laugh out loud. It more like made me scream, no, my eyes, my eyes, my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I have a... Um, this this book has a kink in it that's very very prominent that is something i know that you and i are not into so i think that is part of what <laughs> was not working for us in the book is that that kink which is like very very prominent in the books uh is not for us uh no shame yeah it is I, I would warn anyone reading this a couple trigger warnings i guess yes. is that there is 
she talks the, the character has been physically abused before mm-hmm. um it's not handled in the best of ways at the beginning it seems like it's going to be handled with well yeah but you know very soon you're like nope nope not not okay so the the lines of like consent and mm. you know there's a lot of like there's not a lot of explicit consent mm-hmm. um and there's definitely the breeding kink yes um and i mean overall i don't i don't know how to you know trigger <laughs> warn this book cuz it's like a massive trigger warning and it's yeah you don't you know, there's no scenes where she's being physically abused, but she she talks about the abuse that she experienced in her marriage. Um, yeah, and you know that's that's a theme throughout the whole thing. So there's a there's a trigger warning. Uh, the kink is breeding, uh, so you know um, it doesn't end in a pregnancy, but uh, there's a lot of talk about <laughs> about pregnancy. Um, so if that would be upsetting to you. So much talk uh, about pregnancy. It. So much talk about pregnancy. Um, yeah, that just it did not do it for me. Um <laughs> I'm looking forward to finding a monster book that doesn't have like neither of them want to have a baby. They just want to have very wild sex with each other, and you know, they're happy with that because some people don't want to have kids or can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They right. should be able to enjoy monster porn as well. Totally. And I don't like the pregnancy doesn't necessarily bother me. Like it didn't bother me in Nice Planet Barbarians. It was just such no. a it was such a thing in this nice one. Planet, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we get to that, mm-hmm. um, at the very beginning, you know, um, she makes a deal with the demon. Basically, it's not Zazel. you know the whole logistics of it is not super clear. But basically, mm-hmm. she tried to escape. It didn't work. She makes a deal with the demon. We don't know how he found her, how he appeared, and he just basically says, I'll take care of your ex-husband. Um, and then, you know, you do this thing, you sign this contract with me. Um, for seven I years. did really regret. Yeah, for seven years. And then if they ha- if she has if she does have a baby, she has to leave it behind. Right. Um The thing is, I really regretted that we did not get to see because the demon kills the husband. Yes. Basically. Yeah. And we don't get to see that. It's just and I was like, you know, quick. I kind of want to have details of like how he's being killed how he's being chopped off in little pieces because she's like it would have also know, he had an accident yes it would have just it would have been a lot more satisfying if he had lived and that was kind of in the in the back of her mind the entire time and then at the end of the book he dies in some sort of satisfying way instead of just like azazel does it off screen and then it's just like it's taken care of goodbye you know it's just like, like that's not that satisfying make me like the demon though I did like the demon for it. I like the demon until the end, but we'll get to the end when we get to it. But, <laughs> but as I still is like, I you know I really like the this trope in books where demons are like morally gray because it's not. I mean, like it's it shouldn't they shouldn't be. It's in the nature he, of a the demon thing to is, be he's fully... morally gray. He's morally gray, and then all of a sudden. He's oh, not. And yeah. I got whiplash from that. Me too. Me too. Because I liked I liked him being morally gray. I thought, because he doesn't tell her when she's signing the contract, she's just signing over her life to him for seven years. Like, she's going to go to this other realm um, and she's just going to do, like, whatever. And he promises her no harm's going to come to her. Um, nobody's going to force you to to do anything. That's, that's part of the contract. Um, yeah. And then when she gets there, he's like, you're going to be auctioned off to 
essentially all of the realm's leaders. Like there's the dragon, soul, there's krakens, uh, there's a there's a succubus succubus that is made of smoke. There's a succubus made of smoke. They never really explain how she's supposed to have a baby with the human girl. No. And what's weird is that Briar specifically asks, how is that going to work? And the question does not get answered. <laughs> They're like, they found a way. <laughs> but I'm sure it's a book. Like, I know I know that the Kraken Oh, no, no, no. The book. second one is yeah. a Kraken. Yeah. yeah. And the demon right. himself picks one of the girls. Because that's the thing. Right. When, you, you when, when Briar wakes up, at, at the at the auction basically mm-hmm. she has a tattoo that has the contract on her and then all the there, there's like six or seven human women that come out of the rooms at the same time yes and, and they're gonna go get auctioned off this moment felt like the bachelor <laughs> it did and also it was not an auction <laughs> they kept calling it an it, auction it's and it not was they not. just pick it they're just they like just i want like, this one i want that one they were just calling the girls by the color of the dresses they were wearing they're just like i'll take purple i'll take white like what? that's the thing like you know when you when you take ice plant barbarian as like a comparing you know a, to, a, to compare between the books basically mm-hmm. i don't know i'm tired <laughs> you're fine tired go ahead this book. <laughs> um ice plant barbarian bothered to have a plot and it does it has a flimsy plot, but it bothered to have a plot mm-hmm. way more than this book did. Yeah, I mean, this... like the auction, you can feel that it was like a half thought of like, yeah, I'll, I'll call it an auction, but it's not really an auction. Yes, yeah, and it's <sighs> the thing with Ice Planet Barbarians is that I cared what happened to the characters, and I I didn't really yes. care what happened to the characters in this book. It just wasn't. They she was trying to do a Beauty and the Beast thing. But there's not enough space in this short little, you know, novella to have an actual, like, enemies to lovers arc. Like, and she doesn't really care about doing that either. No. Because she makes her be, like, very sensitive and very scared because she's been abused. And then she instigates sex in, like, three days. Oh, yeah, immediately. And there's nothing. Because she's curious about the big penises. About the the double penises um he he's not a monster yeah by the way he has two penises yes i i'm purposely not talking about because i have so many questions that i want to like discuss the penises all we have a a penis section of this this podcast yes we do we do um but he's like he's not a beast at all he's very gentlemanly with her he's very respectful there's questionable stuff with the sex later but he never like forces her into anything he doesn't even i really like that at the beginning he has that grumpy a little grumpy but not really you know what i mean like the only but he's kind of like you know stern and serious and it's just kind of like He's standoff. Not going to do anything. You can have. Sure. Yeah, and he seems. I, I I liked him at first. Me too. I was like, hey, mm-hmm. he's cool. Um, and then you know, but the more she just, dis- whenever I started to find him cool, he she described him as basically like a dinosaur, because he has a big mouth, yes. like almost crocodile like. Mm-hmm. He has tail. He's a dragon king, but he doesn't have wings, and it's just a whole. Yes. It is, uh, I, mm. okay, um, we can (laughs) kind of, (laughs) uh, we can kind of skip over the early stuff a little bit because there's not, there's not much there. He takes her home. Yeah. 
to basically to he's realm. taking her home they don't want to have babies with the human women because they mm-hmm. can have basically the realms the magical realms had used to have open passage with the human realm and they used to have sex with human women all the time and then that closed and only the demons could go back and forth and then the demons are saying we'll each offer you human brides that way you can kind of like give more magic to your line or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, because in his case he needs to save the crops quite literally that's it like you know, yeah, it's something to do start. with like the mixing of the species made the species stronger, and since they haven't mixed in all in it's generations, <laughs> they're getting weaker, I guess. But basically, if they don't respect the contract with the demons, which is to not force the human women to not harm them, mm-hmm. if they violate that contract, their territories are going to go to the demons. Right, which I was like, clever, clever demon. Like seven years, it might have like you might get that territory. We'll find out later Absolutely. if or not, but like, it's, yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, that's a clever, that's a clever thing. So he takes her back and then immediately, I guess because of dragon customs, they get married, like immediately. Yeah. Um, I they think walk the into a ones, lake. Yeah, that's their, their marriage ceremony is that they walk into some sort of like pond and then they come out and they're married. And that's it. And, and then she sees there. his penises immediately. Yes. Yeah, so they're standing in the in the water and she looks at him. And his dicks get hard, and she goes, "Do you have two cocks?" <laughs> um, <laughs> I have the line here. You have two cocks. Yes, my mouth works, but I can't find words. Two, and they look to be in proportion with him, which means they're massive. I don't what two. How do you see how? How is she noticing that? I would two- run. Oh, yeah. I would run. I see that. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm locking myself she... in the room for seven years. I was trying to picture, like, how how can she see? I thought at first they were next to pants. each other. Me too. They're not. They're on top of each other. But actually, other. they're on top of each other. They're, yeah, it's one on top of the other. And so, I look, I have a lot of questions about the dicks. Let's just get into it. I'm the shaking dicks. my head so hard. <laughs> I, got, I have a lot of questions. The first question I have yeah. for you, Claire, is... yeah. If your boyfriend had two dicks, do you think you'd have a favorite one? <laughs> oh, no. I think it's inevitable. I think it's absolutely inevitable because you the dicks, they cannot be in the exact same position, right? It's one is always going to be hitting just a little bit better than the other. And that's assuming that both dicks are the same size and shape and there's no way they're the same size and shape one's gonna have like a little bit of a hook to it there's no <laughs> way like you would definitely have one I'm dip crying. that you like better <laughs> oh my god oh, no i don't i don't even want to i don't want to answer that question i don't want to think that i just i can't <laughs> i'm guessing she has a favorite one because basically she sits on the the lower one so that the other one rubs against her right she like holds it against her clit as she's going but then but then he always he comes with one and then comes with the other my husband josh's question was do they both come at the same time and we didn't get that answer. they don't they They don't they didn't in the book they certainly didn't in the book they don't could they maybe but it's it was just like for the first 30 percent of the book nothing really happens it's really slow and it felt nice at first because like 
the castle seems nice. She's peaceful. Like she's walking around barefoot. There's really no yeah. one. There's a big garden outside. And whenever we go to his POV, he's always doing paperwork. Just paperwork. But it really felt like she didn't know what to give him to do, which is like, damn it. What does what does he do in his free time? I'm just going to do paperwork. Correspondence. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, and once he wants to communicate with the demons, he has to write on a paper. It disappears, and it's basically like texting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's magical text messaging. That's exactly right. It's that, but that's all he does is he answers letters, I guess. That his cousin leaves for him. Uh, I don't know. But that's what he occupies she, his time with. She says at some point. I think it's pretty early on. That's um, page 36. She She's thinking about the dicks. And mm-hmm. she says the consequences are too dire. It's not worth it for simple curiosity. And uh, I'm not super proud of my joke here. But I did write in my notes. Curiosity killed the cat or that pussy. It sure did. Here's... <laughs> here's my thing okay she has to use he has to use a healing bomb on her after every time they have sex oh, because no no he's no, so no, no. Big and she's so tiny and and she's so has sore to repair her pussy. yes every time he has to heal his purpose and i was just like that it, this is not going to work out in the long term if you need to be healed every time you fuck no, first of all, that's not going to work also, out. Also, he has Secondly, to do it with his fingers, and his fingers have claws that he has to retract. He retracts his claws, but he doesn't always retract his claws. He'll be, like, running his hands through her hair, and he'll say, like, he ran his claws through my hair. Like, he's just cutting your hair off. What do you... <laughs> Why? Retract those claws. But, so, basically, what's really... What, what just kind of started to annoy me about his character is that basically after a few days one of the demons comes to check on her and he i don't know he kind of riles him up and stuff Mm -hmm. and soul the dragon his name is soul and she starts asking him about sex and somehow yes he gets angry at her yells at her she leaves and because he says like when she's asking questions about sex he's saying like maybe i'll put both of them into you at the same time which for the record he never does. He, there's no DP so. in this. I mean, there is a little. We'll get into it. But uh, um, and she goes to her bedroom and decides, that. yeah. But she goes to her bedroom and decides to um, have you know lady time to herself. Uh-huh. But what killed me is that she describes how she uses two fingers because she's trying to imagine the two penises inside of her, and he's listening through the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes to apologize. And realizes she's masturbating and just stands outside the door like a creep. But also, I didn't understand that. That was such, like, manufactured uh, conflict. Because he didn't even yeah, he absolutely. Didn't do anything. She was like, how's sex going to work? And he said something dirty to her about sex. Like, it wasn't that. It wasn't crazy. It was just like, I'm going to. I didn't know why he got angry. Right. He, he just said he just said something like, you know, I'm going to. I'll, I would fuck you on one dick and then fuck you on the other, basically. And she gets mad and storms away and then is actually turned on by that and masturbates. I don't, it was such a manufactured conflict. It didn't, it didn't mean anything. But then like the second plot point that drove me absolutely insane is that they basically go to dinner and he gives her a necklace mm-hmm. that is a contraceptive necklace. Right. She has to that bleed you have on to bleed on. Mm-hmm. It lights up. 
And then she can't, and like Lily says that she feels something in her uterus. Yes. <laughs> as it activates, which felt so fucking weird. Like, give her a potion. I don't know. Uh, yeah, um, I agree. It was, but, it was very strange. And they have this whole discussion about kids. And it's really weird because she keeps saying, oh, I don't want to have children because I would have to leave them behind. Right. Um, and, and he, and she, but she goes back and forth. Like, I want to have kids. Well, actually, I don't really want to have kids or I don't want to have them because I don't want to leave them. It's like, can we just have a woman who doesn't want to have kids? That's yeah, she fine. doesn't have to have kids. It's not like, it's not necessary. I don't, they, they really, the book makes it a really big thing. I, I, I know. And yeah. And basically they just, they're having dinner. They were discussing this and all of a sudden they're, well, Look, there's two things about his anatomy that disturbed me greatly. Is that because he has basically a dinosaur head? Yep. He has to put his jaw. I don't even know how to describe it. Like his top jaw is biting into her stomach, and mm-hmm. his bottom jaw is biting into her ass, so that yes. he can slide a snake-like dong that yes. comes in and out to taste the air and her arousal, yes. and it moves inside of her. Yeah, I have many questions about this. Uh, first of all, I picture like a what I was picturing was essentially a crocodile, like <laughs> clam- <laughs> clamping onto her lower torso so that it could eat her out. So that was my that was my <sighs> first like. And they it, can't even kiss. No, they can't kiss because their mouths. They are cannot not, kiss. He, they they cannot kiss. They rub tongues a little bit because their jaws are too. <laughs> he nuzzles her. He nuzzles her. Um. But there were a couple things in that that I was like, I, this is this doesn't work for me. One, they describe his tongue as a snake-like tongue, right? Which means I, he's big. He's like seven and a half feet tall. He's a big dude. But even then, like, it, she says that his tongue inside of her feels like a dick. And there's no way. But then it moves and slithers. Right. And... There's no way that little snake tongue is like girthy enough to be a dick. Right? There's <laughs> no way. Look, I did not want to think about it more than I had to. So I didn't really go through that dynamic in my head. I was just like, no. Because I don't understand as well. They describe it a lot in like some of they those do. like spicy books of like, putting the tongue inside I'm like please never do that no why inside i don't your tongue's not long enough for that you're not accomplishing anything yeah right it's just like how is it how is it it's not even hard enough to fit in right exactly it's like, too like yeah. soft and i don't know that's what i'm saying like even though he's big the tongue there's no way there's no way the tongue is like ugh. i i don't know what in the, wait, i'm looking for a quote really quick uh because it is really funny. His mouth is so big, he'd have to practically encase me to get his tongue to my pussy. I shiver at the bolt of pure lust. Yes. Uh Oh, that's what it was. The quote is, Then his tongue is at my nipples. Regar- uh, rebar- uh, can't read. Remarkably agile as he tugs and toys with me. You guys can't kiss. He's not tugging on your nipples. Okay? He might be slithering his little snake tongue over your nipples but he's not sucking on them you can't even kiss he doesn't have lips he's an alligator man (laughs) she quite honestly describes them as a as a crocodile later on it was uh like she talks about he swims like a crocodile Mm -hmm. she talks about like 
she really is like turned on by his tail for some reason and also she'll talk about like the texture of his scales and I was just like good luck making scales sound nice to me like they they never will it's not like suede skin on a blue alien you know what I mean like they're scales they feel like scales also this another question with the dick does the dick have scales do the dicks have scales I apologize why do you ask me those questions? I don't know. I asked Josh if he thought uh, there was something in dragon lore that said they had two dicks. And he was like, I don't know why you would have asked me that question. <laughs> I was like, fair enough, I guess. I just was talking out loud. <laughs> I was during that scene, during the first sex scene, which, you know, after the dinner, he kind of like carries mm-hmm. her to the bedroom and they have trauma trauma sex i mean for me it's traumatic yeah um my boyfriend was like like, hanging out in the bedroom next to me while i was reading and i decided to read it out loud and he just went that's enough i'm done (laughs) and he just left (laughs) i tried to tell josh like a few things about this and he was like don't uh, i'll just listen to the podcast you don't need to tell me (laughs) well i have a very good one that like there is a lot of fill me up. I, we're going to read some quotes later because I think. But the thing is that she keeps talking about fill me up and like cream inside of her and this stuff. And I kept yeah. thinking like, you know, between creamy, fill me up and like folds. Folds don't happen at this book. There's no folds in, in this book. I was wondering like how we at this point are we pastries? We have a creamy center. We have folds. We have well, to be filled up like. She's a cream pie. So I guess so. Oh, please don't. <laughs> help it you do you led me right into that one so wait so this you first have to say it there's something i need to talk about in this book and that starts at the first sex scene and continues on let me read this quote it says i honestly expected him to go for fucking me as quickly as possible i want him badly enough that i don't mind the inevitable pain that will come from such a hurry at least then i'll know if the reality is even close to what my mind had dreamed up <sighs> This happens, I feel like, in erotica a lot, or like, whatever, spicy romance, whatever you want to call it, um, where they're like, it's so big, it hurts, but I don't care. A little bit of- It's not supposed to hurt. Right. First of all, a little, like, a little bit of intentional pain, if that's, like, what you're playing at, is fine, but that's not, that reminds me of, like, when I first started having sex and it, and it hurt. Like, that wasn't pleasant. It's not, unintentional pain during sex is not pleasant. That's why you have to have your first time with someone who's very, very small. Yeah. As in dick size, not, you know. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Because you don't feel a thing. It's just, you know, yeah, it's just there and and done. But I just, it it bothers me. It bothered me. I mean, I hear from friends, you know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Rob wasn't your first. It's fine. No, he wasn't. (laughs) Oh, wow, that sounded... I don't care how that sounded, actually. Um, Mm. Look, there's a part at the beginning when they're having sex where she she slides her tongue between his... In his slit. Yes, because it's his... Does that mean between his penises? No, it means the head of his penis. Or that's what I thought. Anyway, like the little... That's better than what I imagined. The opening up. You imagine that she just like squeezed his penises together and then licked in between. (laughs) No, that she went in between, like the connecting skin between them. 
Oh, what would we call that? The taint of the dicks? It's kind of... <laughs> I My love sister that... in Christ. <laughs> I love that we're on Zoom and I can see your face every time I say something like that. <laughs> I didn't think you could traumatize me more than this book, but here you are. Oh, you don't even know. <laughs> but I just... the thing is, it's just... I'm gonna... Look, I'm gonna you have the quotes right first of all she says at some point if he fucked me this quickly he'd split me in half look sounds like you guys aren't compatible to be honest um then he goes after my g-spot again it has to be my g-spot i've read novels it's the first time she's had her g-spot touched it just sounds again it's like an it's like an ice planet barbarians you know it sounds like someone who's never had sex describing sex i've read novels I've heard about the G spot. I mean, she was married. I mean, she was in an abusive relationship. Obviously, it wasn't good, but she was married for 13 years. But I guess there are plenty of women who just haven't experienced good sex, you know? Yeah, but you still know what it is. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. I mean, she's saying that her ex is really small because he's never touched the G spot. <laughs> my favorite quote from from this scene is i've never put much thought into the attractiveness of cocks but his are lovely briar there is no no such thing as a lovely cock i'm sorry they're just not they're weird little appendages they're not they're they're funny yeah exactly they're funny but they're not cute they're not cute they're definitely not lovely no thank you briar (sighs) yeah and there's like um we switched to his pov at some point during the sex scene yes um and this is a quote that really it was page 76 Mm -hmm. 78 and i thought i still have 100 pages of this (laughs) her pussy is drenched swollen and pink and dripping no (laughs) i do not accept this i first of all it's a dripping call a plumber i know it's not supposed to be happening <laughs> well it's dripping because he has massive cocks and shoots massive loads it never explains if he has two sets of balls uh balls are never <laughs> mentioned so we do not know where the second load of cum comes from because he always comes out of one dick and then sticks the other one in her immediately after yeah so he can comes again sperm further in right he's like gotta fill her up and every time he has massive loads because they're just dripping out around even, his dick yeah because he he comes once into inside of her then he pushes yes. it in and then he comes on her stomach and he kind of like plays with the sperm on her stomach yeah and the thing is at the very beginning of the book they say that he sent away everybody else because if he gets into the quote-unquote mating frenzy right. everyone who breathes the same air as her he's going to want to kill yes who is cleaning those sheets there's like invisible staff essentially there's like staff who are just like no to not be seen like stay out of their way i guess can you imagine having to clean that though so gross he's always ripping off her clothes like literally just taking a claw and ripping them to shreds and it's like i don't know one time is fine but you're gonna keep ruining my wardrobe i know you're rich but like i liked that dress it was just it was so awkward it was so 
I look, I don't mind smut scenes at all. I like them if they're done well, mm -hmm. if there's a good context for it, I like them. And I don't even mind erotica, you know. I've read Scarlet St. Clair and Yeah. It's fine. But in this case, it's kind of like it reminded me. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, um, Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh yeah. Classic. You know the principal when she's writing a mm -hmm. porn Just book basically and she's trying to look yeah. She's trying to look for a It's like, that's what I imagined yeah. was the writing process for this scene. I just, I really hate the too big dick thing. Like, the dick I, is too you big know, for me. What bothered me is how much, how many quotes we had that were just plainly, like, if a guy said that to me, I, I you know, for legal reasons, I'm not going to make the joke, but they would not be walking out of the apartment alive. <laughs> but because it says... At some point, he says, rub my cock on that hungry little clit, Briar. Do it now. I don't... It's fine. Like, look, it's fine. I just think this happens in all, like, this kind of erotica because dirty talk is not sexy when you're not yes, in the heat of the moment. Yes, but don't... It's don't not. talk about my lady parts as if they're hungry. Well, I... Maybe they are, Claire. <laughs> Okay, then, 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 tell me what your answer is to this. This it's not even a quote, but she says that her pussy flutters. No, that I don't know. I the there was one part where she said throbbing pussy, and I was like, I kind of get that one, but fluttering? No, there's never been a fluttering below below. You know the belt. that reminds me. I was reading a book one time. Um, that it was, I think it was the deal or something like that. It was like one of those like sport romances. Oh, yeah. I think I'm gonna read that one soon. And uh, at some point, she says that her pussy flutters when she's seeing a guy or something. And I remember I posted it on my story at the time. And I got the most hilarious responses to it. And someone just answered, I think there's a cream for that. <laughs> yeah, he has to apply it to her every time. Because he ruins her yeah, pussy he every time I, they fuck. At first, I thought, is it a lube? No, he has to put a cream to it is really a repair. Cream. Yes, because she like can't walk the next day. But she loves it. No, she doesn't. Nobody loves that. <sighs> okay. And then at the end of this, she says that every muscle hurts as if I've run a marathon. But I don't think marathon runners have a throbbing between their legs. Then again, what do I know? Uh, Briar, I can guarantee you I'm not a big runner, but um, I don't think that happens. No. Nope. No. Also, you didn't really do much during this sex scene, so... I think it's, it's just your thighs that hurt. Like, why yeah, are you too sore much? All if over? she moves, he's gonna rip her apart. <laughs> you didn't do anything. You just laid there. Like, yeah, I but think... honestly, with the size that they're described, I sent you fan art. You know, if anyone wants to Google you sure it, did. you asked yeah. for it. You said I told you. I think last weekend or mm -hmm. no, it was on Monday or something. I said I found fan art of the penis. Um, right. And I didn't send it to you because I thought, you know, maybe I don't send it to you right away. And then you go, why aren't you, why aren't you sending it to me? Well, yeah, because you mentioned it. So why, why, and then you were horrified. Well, yeah, of course. It's, well, yes. It's weird. It's weird. Here's, okay, if it sounds like we're not, like, really talking about plot and stuff, it's because there isn't one, really. It's, it's very flimsy in this book. Yeah. No, because the, the one thing that happens after that is that basically he needs to order the bomb, which he he did not at first, because mm -hmm. even though he desperately wants to convince her to have a baby with him, he immediately assumed she wouldn't want to. Right. 
Um, and so he calls the demon, and he also asks for a spell to allow her to read, because basically she has, a, right. as I was saying, she has a spell written on her skin that allows her to understand what he's saying without any translation, which again, mm-hmm. lazy plot point. But they need another spell, another tattoo spell, to allow her to read, because she says, what am I going to do for seven years? I can't, right. you know, and then she finally can read, and then she says, I can't just read for seven years. First of I all, need a bitch. purpose. Yes, you can. If somebody you can read for seven years, right? If somebody was super rich and taking care of me and just had this massive library, I would read for seven years straight. I wouldn't do anything else. What do you need to do? <laughs> Give yourself but, a vacation. And the thing is that that whole interaction with demon happens, right? And he because he just because Soul just had sex with her, mm-hmm. he feels so possessive that he needs to reclaim her. Right, because the demon is like purposely riling him up. Like m- jokingly, like making moves at his girl, and it and it's rowling up the mating bond. So he has to have her immediately after. And, and the this... second sex scene has unspeakable horrors. There's some there's butt one stuff. thing. Oh, before the butt stuff. Okay. It had me scream. I thought I was going to throw away my Kindle because this okay. is the kind of line that I would expect a man to write. Okay. He spits. On his penis and on her, let's see, he spits. Yep, he does. Again, I hold her gaze as I spit my saliva hitting her, my, my top, my top cock, because there was a bottom cock, and her pussy. She flinches, but then gives a delicious little wiggle. Ew. You know what the thing is, too? He has lube because he grabs it in like two seconds. The spitting thing, it's it's never it really okay. gross. Like, out. Seriously, it really grosses me because it's, first of all, it's not sanitary. I mean, sex isn't sanitary. Yeah, but like, don't spit on it. It's, you know, <laughs> usually it's one of the things that everyone always discusses. Like when that happens in porn, like, sure. do not do this. You know, right. the, the, two, the two horrible things that they do in porn, which is like spitting on it and like slapping it. Well, I mean, there's a lot of non-communication uh particularly in this scene Speaking oh yeah because of... she's just begging him to fill her up just fill her up and he's like he's got his bottom cock inside of her as he likes to refer to them and he's like looking at her asshole and he's like there's no way i can fit in there while i'm while i'm in her pussy so he uses his tail to grab some oil from a cabinet squirts a little oil on there and sticks his tail in her asshole without asking i have a couple of questions or a couple of he does not ask he just does it surprise anal is never a good surprise that shit needs to be talked about ahead of time (laughs) you don't just do it secondly that tail it's been dragging on the ground behind you for your entire life. There's well, no I hope way they have that... something for a UTI. There's no way that thing is clean. Ugh. Ooh, get your tail you just spit on it. At me. this point, who cares? <laughs> like, no, I'm no, cl- but he does say, he does say, you will be full up with me. Mm-hmm. Does that constitute a warning? I don't know. Uh, no, it absolutely does not. We have no idea if she's ever done anal before, if she's interested in anal. There's no discussion. It just goes tail into the asshole. She, she 
does this thing where he he comes once or something and he mm. wants to stop because he literally think he's gonna fuck her to death and she puts his hand around her neck and says if you leave i'll go find the demon and fuck him yes my sister in christ why um because they have a fucked up relationship like it's not she's constantly she's been there for three days at this point she doesn't know him she does know that there's a mating frenzy but she's constantly provoking him to like to destroy her essentially and it's because she keeps having that that reaction when he gets naked she keeps having this fear reaction to his two penises yes 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 which yeah go with that instinct leave also they keep joking about like um fucking her into unconsciousness and i'm like when has that ever been a good thing it's never good like what why are you talking about fucking someone into unconsciousness like it's something you want to do i don't want to be fucked into unconsciousness what are we doing here i don't have words for this there's a lot of bad lessons in this book. He also keeps leaving bite marks on her belly and her butt. Because he he's bite, he's holding her between his jaws. Yeah, jaws. He, he's like un. I was picturing like unlashing his jaw like a snake to just like bite onto the whole bottom part of her torso. I was and picturing a T Rex at some point. It was not attractive. Also, one thing that we didn't talk about that we learn in the first sex scene is that his dicks are retractable. They retract into his body when they're not in use. Did I miss that? Oh, yeah. It says she's looking at him after they have sex, right? And they, like, clean up or whatever. And she's like, it's just it's just smooth. It's like a Ken doll down there because they just retract into his dragon body. And then when he gets turned on, two dicks come out of his body we never learn why there are two dicks there's never a reason that dragons have two dicks yeah because at first when you mentioned it i thought okay obviously there's gonna be anal or double penetration and stuff but she for some reason she feels it feels as if the author was scared to go that far which Mm -hmm. given everything else that was written in the book i don't understand why she was you gave him two dicks like why why there's no other purpose for two dicks you know, at least Vectal's penis was like, you know, yeah, it was like reasonably sized, and there was only one of them. Yeah, because <laughs> at I... some point, at some point, she describes how she's like jerking off one and like sliding her other hand on the other one, and I, I think mm-hmm. I wrote somewhere it was it was a note that I wrote on the moment. It was like you've got your hands full, eh? Uh huh. Like, she's got her hands full. She, I don't think she can wrap her hand around his dick. Like, her fingers don't meet, which, I mean, I know vaginas are, like, magical things, but I, I cannot, I cannot imagine it stretching to accommodate. It, this she book can't. puts an emphasis on the monster in monster porn. Yeah. Yeah. Because it terrified me, and not in a good way. I liked Soul, but if I saw those, I'd be like, sorry, there's no, like, we're not, we can't, we can't. I'm just gonna hang out here for the next seven years, and then I'm, I'm out. I don't I don't need to have sex that bad. Yeah, because clearly she was able to take care of herself. Wait, they'll just masturbate. Like, I don't you don't need to have sex with this. Take this as a spa, you know, it's a spa stay. You're staying in this big 
castle you have a garden you have a library you just hang out you just know you you've just spent like a decade in an abusive relationship right you know chill right you're protected you have time to like find yourself again and you can become good buddies with the big dragon dude and you know yeah exactly so the story that's that's the story uh so far let's take a quick break and then uh we'll be back with the rest And we're back! Time to wrap up the very flimsy plot that is The Dragon's Bride. What happens next, Claire? Well, at this point, um, it's been a, it's been a month or so that she's been there. Uh, he takes her swimming to the lake, where she discovers that he swims like a crocodile. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, since he has a humanoid and she, body. And she likes it as well, which, yeah. you know... Oh, she's super into him as a dragon. Like, she loves his tail, she loves his scales, she's she's on board. Yeah, and that's the thing. She's only been there for a few weeks, a month at Yes. She's already thinking, wow, seven years will not be enough. I want to say forever, but it's not part of the contract. Which, again, give it a few years before you start thinking that way. Right, you've been there a month, like... You know, at you're... some point, the two dicks thing is going to get old, right? And also, like your abusive ex or your abusive husband who you were with for thirteen years died a month ago. Like, give yourself a- some time. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you got you have to do some healing. You need to go to therapy and work through some stuff before you're ready to be in another relationship. I mean, and that's where. There's a plot point that happens that really bothered me. Because so far I could have been, you know, it's... I mean, I'll I'll say my general thoughts afterwards. But mm-hmm. it was like, okay, it's fine. It's weird. It's funny. But it's harmless, sort yeah. of. Um, but the thing is that from the start, he basically tells her, don't run away from me ever because I'm a predator. Not going to be able to resist haunting you. Right. So she decides for funsies that she's going to run because he's in a, in a weird mood and he doesn't want to talk about it so she's like what can i do to distract him yeah because they're both sad right. that you know they only have seven years right <laughs> honestly that's you know that's the 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 unfortunate part about the fact that this podcast is entirely uh without video is that you can't see me just basically sigh and make faces <laughs> the entire time because sometimes there are no words it, yeah sometimes it's it's rough. So they're swimming. So he tackles her basically yep. as she's running. And she starts being actually afraid. And Yeah, but he... it's it's like a mix where she's like, Am I afraid or am I turned on? It's like, I don't know. I feel like you know the difference, but okay. <laughs> Go on, Briar. He takes the necklace between his teeth and he mm-hmm. goes to pretend that he's gonna, you know, rip it off. And that's right. the thing that bothers me the most. Because they've she... been into like this whole time they've they've been into like fill me up. Like they have this breeding kink that it's it's clear that they're like she doesn't actually want to be pregnant, but she's enjoying this like kink of he's gonna get me pregnant. Right. That's been going on. But he he thinks, do I take it off? And she says, I should say no. I definitely don't want to say yes. She says nothing. He rips it off. And I'm like, you know, um, explicit consent is Mm -hmm. a must in a situation like this. Mm -hmm. And because afterwards, he's like, well, she didn't say no. She didn't say yes either, buddy. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't have even brought it to the table, is the thing. Like, you shouldn't have even been messing around with like because having a kink is one thing 
but you're bring now you're bringing this into the real world and yeah he's you should doing a nick cannon the there <laughs> he does he, he is hungering for kids i <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know and and the thing is that she also finds the fact that when he bites her there's blood there's actual blood mm-hmm. she finds that sexy which you know okay Fair enough, You're but you need a... to have a bigger discussion about it yes. beforehand. Yeah, you can't be doing that in the grass kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I... <sighs> she doesn't. So she doesn't end up getting pregnant, even though they. It's just fall. specifically because she's a survivor, an abuse survivor. I feel like you didn't need to have to give that character that backstory if you were going to do this afterwards, because it's very iffy. And I feel like someone who might have had. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm getting very serious here. But someone who might have had a similar past or similar experiences, who is allowed to want to read, you know, monster porn and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's a bit weird. And then you get to that point where she makes it such a big deal that she's afraid that she was hurt. And then you keep having those moments where she's the one saying, "Well, I've been abused, but and I'm afraid, but this is fine." Right. It's not handled well. No. And he... And it, if you didn't know how to handle that, you didn't have to have the backstory. You could have just, sure. you know, he was a dick. He was a whole lot of things. You didn't have to have that specifically like this. Yeah, it did bother me. Like, I understand he's a predator or whatever. He's going to chase her if she runs. And she ran specifically so he would chase her. But... Yeah, but she's someone like... who's been abused for 12 years. She's not going to make very good decisions no. it's been at this point it's been maybe a month since she ran away from her ex-husband i agree i what i'm saying is that i think um i think it was a bad choice on the author's part for soul's character because he's he is genuinely uh, caring for her and like yeah you know what i mean and that i think for her could be at a the very, beginning like, i absolutely loved that because he was like i'm gonna protect you even if you don't want to be protected right i'm gonna take care of you we're gonna make sure you're safe and and comfortable and happy and all that kind of stuff and it's such a weird choice to then make all of this stuff so questionable you know? And it's also the whole point of, you know, I to a certain extent, I don't mind it in books, but the whole I can't control myself, mm-hmm. it's something that you, in the current climate, you have to be careful in how you bring it up. Because yeah. it's it's an argument that is used so, so often that men can't just, they can't control themselves. You have to be careful, even even if it's erotica. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Agreed. Everybody. Because that's what I liked about, fun. for example, Scarlett St. Clair, for example, right? She has the consent in her books are pretty well, or, you know, you may not like the books. Mm-hmm. I mean, not you, but people in general might not like the books for one reason or another. Um, but the first experience of erotica that I had in books where I thought, you know, it, it feels well done, you know, there's really mm-hmm. consent yeah. in it. The, the character, it, she still manages to write characters that are like, hyper masculine and like super strong and kind of brutish but very respectful yeah yeah i agree it's possible it can be done because the the whole argument of like yeah when you write erotica you can't you have to be you have to push boundaries and stuff you don't have to you can you can be respectful in the way that you bring it and yeah i don't think because it it made me feel like she thought that a victim of abuse in a situation with a predator was kind of sexy and it's really not yeah yeah, I don't, you know, I don't need, like, 
I don't need a conversation in my books where it's like, do you want to have this kind of sex right now? Yes, like explicit consent. But when you make it so questionable where it's like, was there consent? Was there not like, well, you know, asking really quickly, is that okay? Takes like two seconds. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is that okay? And you can make it sexy Mm -hmm. because the thing is, see, there's like a couple of red flags and you can see, well, people aren't going to be able to see. Did you highlight them in red? But (laughs) there they are. Red flags. I wrote red flag (laughs) because he says, I want to tell her that I wouldn't have fucked her without that protection if she hadn't run from me. Um, which is, you know, victim blaming it's it's classic uh, shows what it's classic abusive too like i wouldn't have hit you if you hadn't done that like it's very classic abusive uh reasoning but it gets worse she chose what we just did for better or worse she might hate me for it once the endorphins wear off completely but she's too fair to blame me when it took both of us to get there nope I reject this. (laughs) And then he says, for the first time in a long time, I wish my parents were still alive to give me advice. Uh, On this? (laughs) I thought that too. I was like, this "This is what you want your parents here to talk about? (laughs) This is it? It's so strange, man. On this? That is so strange. Oh my gosh. Okay, so he's upset So this is how... Yeah, so he's... It was so ridiculous because basically he ripped off the necklace. She can be pregnant, but convenient. If they put a necklace back onto her, it cancels it out. Magical plan B is what they called it, uh, which I hated. Again, you know, if if Ice Planet Barbarian thought about his plot and world building more than you Mm -hmm. did, not a good sign. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's because that's the thing. It takes itself too seriously. That's it does. a big issue as well. Yeah, it does. It's it not does. funny. It doesn't take itself. Mm-hmm. It takes itself too seriously. It's not funny um, enough. Yeah. And uh, he basically, you know, messages. I'm going to say messages because he writes on messages. the scroll. But he mm-hmm. messages the demon to get a second necklace to cancel out what happens. And then she comes in. She says, you know, they, they start, I don't know, they're fighting. They're, she's saying it's fine. It's not your fault. the demon arrives hears this and to the demon's credit because he's he's a weird dude with spikes coming out of his eyes oh yeah yes yeah he's got horns coming out of his eye sockets the fuck but this guy this demon just goes what the fuck did you just do takes her away and he's like this not okay this is like well they're like your contract if i had actually harmed her your contract would have automatically like taken her away so you know that i didn't hurt her but he's like what i just heard sounds like you did like you violated this contract and you know the demon like that's the thing the demons all of a sudden go from like morally great dicks that are trying to fuck things up to this is not okay man yeah, I didn't you do understand. Not treat a lady like this. I did not. And they take her away. And she's that. like, "No, please don't hurt him. He doesn't deserve that." And the demon is like, "You do not understand. What he did to you is not okay." Right. If you're it's a not like a pimp demon. reassuring of his his, you know. Um, <laughs> right, girl. which is kind of what it is. I mean, he sold him to the dragon. I don't know. It was really weird. And then the And climax... then we realize the whole point. I just... Because the thing is, if he breaks the contract, 
the territory goes to the demon. But the de- the the soul, the dragon, oh, the dragon has a realization as he's walking back mm-hmm. to get his bride. Which I don't know how it went into his head because it really doesn't make sense. But he says, "Wait a minute, the demon couldn't possibly want all the kingdoms. It would be so hard to manage." And then he says. To the demon, you never wanted us to break the contracts. You just made it look a bad thing because you wanted to offer us brides to facilitate the peace, but you knew we wouldn't take them unless there seemed to be a problem with it. So you tricked us into getting those brides. So basically, the demon was tricking them into accepting a present. Yeah, it turns out the demon just wants uh, the whole realm to be peaceful and he was doing it out of the goodness of his heart. That's the twist. That's the climax of this is that he just wants everybody to be happy and peaceful. And that's why he auctioned off humans to the other realms. And the seven year thing, the whole Mm -hmm. thing about she has to leave after seven years, she has to leave the kid behind. Actually... Turns out she can we choose find to out stay. At the end of this, yeah, at the end of the seven years, she can be offered to stay. So the whole, whole plot is the whole miscommunication. And then we have this little, like, up. we have this little mention of, because the demon picked a woman for himself. Mm-hmm. And Briar comes in, she, her name is Eve, I think. And yeah. she says, no wonder Eve doesn't want to do any, doesn't want to have anything to do with you. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, th- that, you know, I was like, you know, I'm not going to fall for that. I'm not going to read the other books. Like, you know, I might have, but I don't know. It's the, no. I don't know. I feel uh, like I'll just leave. maybe give another, give one more a try, but I just, the plot. I don't want to read the too... Kraken one. I want to read the one with a demon because I like right. him the most. Yeah, I like Azazel until it turns out he's just a good guy. And then it's like, fuck you, you're a demon. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you can, it's a, it's, it's less than a hundred, than, no, wait, it's like 170 pages. Something like that, yeah. Uh, you can figure out a plot that makes a little bit more sense. Because it's longer than... Um, I think it was Ice around Plant the same Barbarian. length. Like, they were right. similar. But anyway. even Ice Plant Barbarian had a plot, which it is... It made sense. Like, it, it really felt like this book was trying to even do... Even the translation thing. Yes. It really felt like this book was trying to do, like, a Beauty and the Beast thing. And it just didn't work. Like, there wasn't space for it. There was never really conflict between the two of them they they had like minor conflict that didn't really mean anything and then it could have worked if it had been shorter actually because it felt too long at some point because felt like the beginning part of the book i was a bit bored yes it felt like the beginning was too long and then they were and then by the end i just wanted it to be the end yeah it was just like stuff i didn't care about in the beginning double dicking and then um a really poor wrapping up of the plot and then it's done it's over it just it just didn't do it for me i didn't like the breeding i didn't i wanted answers about the dicks i didn't get i it just it didn't do it for me this book did not do it for me <laughs> it it didn't work no it that that's the thing it took itself too seriously and it did, it did. and yeah and it was like you know i don't like to use that word a lot, but it was a bit problematic at bits. Yeah, it was. It was. It was complex. There was some consent issues. There were some consent issues in Ice Planet Barbarians, though, but they didn't feel as tricky as this one. I guess. I think it's because it, because they mixed it's in the abuse. funnier and yeah, and they make it a little bit like in Ice Planet. It's they they make it lighter, and you have her right. her internal monologue works a lot better with it. 
Yes. Because she feels more like a character yeah. who would just go, you know what, why not? But right. Briar, it really feels like someone who has like deep trauma, who is pushing herself into a situation where she's uncomfortable, because that's her way of dealing with it. Right. It, it felt like the book wanted you to feel like she was learning healthy coping skills and stuff like that, but what was actually happening was the opposite of healthy coping yeah. skills, you know? <laughs> You know, unless unless you really, really know how to handle those topics, I don't think you should include them in your storyline. Yeah, I don't think it needed to be in this dragon book, really. Uh, well, that's the story. Uh, not much happened in this book, to be honest with you. I, really not. And really not much happened. It was kind of all over the place. Um, let's get into our icks. What are some of the icks we had this time? I wrote down three. I got... Her tight, wet sheath. Ugh, gross. Uh, what? Her tight, wet sheath. Like a sheath that you put a sword in? Yeah, that was a line in there. Gross. And today's episode of What Object Are We? Where are she? Uh, notch his massive cock. Gross. And he bottoms out inside me. <laughs> makes me want to throw up. Uh, yeah, that it, it truly makes me want to throw up. Um... She didn't write folds anywhere, as we've mentioned, so that's a that's a mild improvement. <laughs> I would have I would have exchanged. You know what? I would have changed folds for it. For what? Bottoms out. I would have. You know what? The entire sex scene. I would have exchanged it for folds. All right. Fair enough. I don't. It's you know. It's not pages of a book. You don't don't have that. Don't put that visual in my head. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's still better than what was. Yeah, I, was I have the not... things that I have the quotes under my eyes, and it's just it's burning. What were your favorite favorite icks? So the spitting. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, the tail, the Don't dirty like tail. Um, there was one quote at some point. He overfills her. Yes, it's like flowing out around his dick, which is. Yeah, it's my <sighs> seed cascading out of her around my cock. Imagine and my top cock jerks coating her stomach and breasts as i spur imagine having to clean that up every time like that's the worst part of sex is the cleanup and you're just covered in dragon jizz gross and then it has to be like the the entire bed has to be crusty with oh it's covered dried every surface uh she doesn't describe the jizz so i'll give her that it's not like yeah that's a small blessing green or anything that we know of his dicks are green though and i did never get an answer to whether they his fingers as well his fingers are green everything's green yeah and the thing is that sometimes they come at the same time sometimes it's one after the other Mm -hmm. like because he also at some point he's saying i don't have the quote under right under my fingertip um he says that his he's hard basically Mm -hmm. toys hard and he has difficulty thinking or walking because of it which which had me ask my boyfriend with the blood rushing down there do you feel like you can't think when that happens and he was like no (laughs) also yeah the way that the way that the dicks are like oriented i don't know why that would cause you like it's just a second dick under the first dick so they're they're in the same spot like it's not gonna cause you trouble walking Right, I wouldn't think. I mean, so. what he's—I think what he's saying is that all the blood is down there, 
so he can't really he's dizzy <laughs> i i guess i mean yeah, it's cool. double the blood rushing to the dick i guess i don't know there's it's just what was the purpose of the two dicks claire what was what was the purpose See, it's difficult to walk with my cocks hard enough to make me dizzy but i manage <sighs> uh, i don't <laughs> don't know I don't know. <laughs> I because remember when we finished the alien book, mm-hmm. um, I said let's do something medieval sounding because mm-hmm. it'll be nice, it'll be sweet. Well, you know, obviously it will be smutty because that's yeah. the point of the podcast. Um, but it will be nice. It will be kind of like a refreshing. And for maybe ten percent of the book, I thought, yes, we're getting this. Yeah. Um, and you know, now I'm contemplating life choices <laughs> what Art. what did i do in my life to end up reading this book you became friends with me lucky you <laughs> but i mean no shame no shame if anyone likes a book right no um, no shame on any kinks whatever you're into we were just not into what this book was pushing you might be if you have a breeding kink yeah, uh, but I mean, you know, even the dirty talk, like, I've read books where they have dirty talk, and it's yeah. fine. Occasionally, it's a bit crunchy, but it was fine. I thought this one was fine. But I know you didn't. Really wasn't it. You didn't like it. I thought it was fine. Like, I never, I mean, was it the best I've ever read? No, but it didn't bother me. Look, when he said stuff like, you know, don't provoke me, or, you know... Um, don't when she tempts him and he's trying to resist mm-hmm. and he goes like she don't want to know what's gonna happen like that's kind of hot sure um but if someone says you know i'm gonna fill you up mm-hmm. i i would laugh so hard honestly because just yeah it's no, not you know it's not can't sexy. take you seriously if you speak like this it's not sexy to us that's the it just isn't it's just like don't describe it as hungry don't you know yeah it's 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 not, not hungry and for you the can record, say it's wet you can say whatever you want but don't say it hungry yeah and don't put food up there so it's, uh, it's gonna be a yeast infection it's not actually hungry <laughs> the look you're giving me right no now. it's just because I, I thought <laughs> i thought for a second that you were gonna because i feel like i missed stuff because i thought you were gonna say they do put food in there no, no, I'm just saying it's there's not a actually book like hungry. that out there, isn't there? There's there's one, I can't remember what it is, but there's one where there's like a lollipop. I, I don't, I forget what it is. Are you ready to play Smash or I'm, Pass? I'm an, I'm an agnostic, but like this, this makes me want to go to church. <laughs> uh, you ready for or Smash pass. or Pass? I mean, you know, we're going to start at the top. So... Smash pass. or pass. Pass. Absolutely pass. pass. I want nothing to do with your two giant dicks and your giant loads of cum. I'm not interested. Also, kissing is nice. I wouldn't be able to be with someone I can't kiss. Yeah, I don't I don't like your scales. I don't want your forked tongue on me. Uh I'm not into it. You're nice. Because it guy. flits in and out like a snake. Yeah, he like like a frog catching flies. And he only uses that to smell her arousal. Yeah, he tastes it in the air. <clears throat> Alright, Briar. No. No. I'm getting Briar some therapy. Um, I would feel morally evil to do anything with that girl. She's She needs she, she needs to be taken care of. 
I also, this is one thing we didn't mention, but after she learns to read and she's like, but I want to do something else. Like I need a purpose. Uh, he's like, all right, well, what do you, what do you want to do? And she thinks about it and thinks about it and comes up with nothing and never comes up with anything. We end the book with her never having come up with something well, they, she wants they to do. They contemplate the possibility that she's going to help him rule, but we don't really know what that involves either. Just reading paperwork. paperwork. Yeah. Reading paperwork. Why well, doesn't he have a council, you know, of people that he, you know, so I'm reading too much into this plot. I think you are probably going to smash this next one, Azazel. The cousin. No, the demon. The bargainer demon. demon. Oh yeah, smash. Oh yeah, smash, smash Azazel. He seems fun. He seemed fun. At the very beginning of the book, I was like, you know, we don't need to go to the dragon realm. Just have this one. Yeah, exactly. Like, why just it's have this fun? Demon? He's morally gray. He's kind of fun, man. Yeah, and he has that whole, like, I'm going to go kill your ex, your abusive ex-husband right now. It's like, yeah, I don't put, I'm, I'm a demon, yes. but I'm not putting up with that. I'm going to go murder your your husband. Like, I, yeah, I was into it. I was like, Azazel, yes. All right, what about Ramanu? <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna have to remind me who that is because oh, no. no 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 Ramanu the, is... not the guy with no uh, Ramanu is the demon for listeners he's the demon that works with Azazel Azazel sends him to check up on Briar once a week to make sure the contract's still in place I guess but he has two horns sticking out of his eye sockets um and he's very annoying so no absolutely not uh, the eye thing I could never get over no the issue. All right, there's like one other character in this entire book. So, uh, Soul's cousin, Aldis. Yeah, smash. Pass. She was boring. She only yeah, cares about the paperwork. The... <laughs> yeah, but she <laughs> was the only one that didn't terrify me. She... <laughs> I guess. She only cared about the paperwork. Like, she only popped up to be like, Soul, you have paperwork. You need to do paperwork. And to give them, to give them a little... Because there's... See, there's a part where he says um have us organize a dinner and like only send her food that she's eaten so far that she's liked right like human food that was cute yeah that was nice it was didn't last long but that was nice it was and those are like all of the characters in it i mean there technically is an abusive ex you don't meet him um there's other girls but you only see them for like a quick second that's all the characters in the books that's it yep all right, I've got some Goodreads reviews here that I pulled um, for this book. Some fun ones. Let's see. This is from Ruby, and uh, she didn't give a star rating, but she said, I went in for double eggplants, but this was surprisingly sweet. <laughs> I beg to differ, but I did uh, enjoy it. At the movie. beginning, a little. It is At surprisingly the beginning, sweet. A little. Yeah. Yes, for sure. This one's by uh, Nenia, who follows me on Instagram at Goodreads underview, underscore reviews. Nenia, hello, if you're listening to this. Um, she also didn't give a star rating, but she said, I'm sorry, but I'm obsessed with how this looks like a 90s Avon romance fe- featuring Shrek, yes. which <laughs> it totally does. The cover's amazing. It's like bodice ripper, but with like giant alligator. It's so wild. The cover is way too good. The cover is so good. The material. So good. Uh, All right. This one's by Jacqueline. She gave it two stars. She said two stars, one for each penis. (laughs) Nicely done, Jacqueline. Fair enough. Got a couple more. Misha gave it two stars and said, that's it. 
I'm genuinely curious to know what y'all are seeing and loving here that I'm evidently missing. There was nothing here. It was impressively bland. I felt absolutely nothing, akin to watching a lawn chair fucking an air fryer while someone reads you a warranty agreement. That was the level of intrigue to me. Now, the cover? (laughs) Fantastic. I would literally frame a print of the cover in my house. The additional stars for the cover, the book is a one. Uh, I agree with this 100%. I have one more to read. This is from Annabelle, um, and it's three stars. And it says, the plot in this book reminds me of my love life, non-existent. Nevertheless, this confirmed I don't hate all that monster nonsense. I figured since I'm obsessed with anything Beauty and the Beast-esque, I should probably take that to therapy. Most memorable quote was something like, two gobsnacked. If you like hissing and shenanigans, this short book is the one. Three stars and prayers for Briar. I don't know how Sis didn't need a wheelchair. Nothing makes sense, but it's fine. Also, I'm still confused. <laughs> how is there time for these oddly sweet moments that when there was all that dang paperwork? When a dragon with pants can multitask. What an experience. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, hey, she, he, ha- he does have to carry her around. He carries her around a whole bunch. Because the first time, she doesn't have the cream, so she has a hard time walking. She's damaged from having sex with him because they're not compatible as partners. That's it. What are your final thoughts? Recommend? Don't recommend? What do you give this one? Hmm. It's gonna sound harsh, but I would not recommend it. Yeah. I think I'm with Listen you. to this podcast instead. Yeah, just listen to the podcast. You'll get what you need out of it. Um... It was not as fun as Ice Planet Barbarian. It was too long for where it was. By the end, I was just kind yeah. of like, I need to just, I need to finish it. But then I needed to take breaks because it was too right. much. It it takes itself too seriously. It's not like, like Ice Planet Barbarians, we were like, this is, it knows exactly what it's doing. This one doesn't. It's taking yeah. itself way too seriously. At the seriously. end of Ice Planet Barbarian, I could have read the other one. I'm mm-hmm. still, you know, I'm looking forward to us reading yeah. the next one. Um, but this one felt like exhausting yeah i don't it definitely was a favorite it's hard because we're only on episode two because it's not even funny enough to recommend it right it had some funny stuff but it wasn't it wasn't crazy i guess if you have a breeding kink you might like the sex a little bit better than we did um yeah i don't think i i think maybe skip this one it's hard because we don't have a comparison against many books we've only read two at this point um so i can't like put it you know in place somewhere but you know, listen to this podcast. If it really intrigues you from this podcast, if you'd like to read about two dicks, uh, fair enough, read it. Uh, otherwise, I think you can skip this one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's left me mentally exhausted. I'm very happy that I was reading another book at the same time. Honestly, it did. It kind of, it bummed me out because I was reading this and listening to an audiobook and the audiobook was it was so bland. It was one of the blandest stories I've ever heard. And so it was just a bad reading week, you know? It yeah, I was out. reading an ARC that was really, really good. Yeah, you were super um, into that book, so. Yeah, well, by the time the episode comes out, it will probably have been out. But do check out, it's called Vow of Moonlight hmm. by Morgana... I think it's Stuart, but I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Um, but it's a um, Sleeping Beauty, Enemies to Lover, hmm. lesbian romance. It's really, really good. Oh, it's really, it, 
it has a lot of themes of sexual shame and mm. there's asexual asexual representation um you know there's a good there's a good discussion around trauma and stuff like it's really emotional it's really good mm. it's an ed author so that's why i'm taking the time to talk about it because you know that sounds great yeah yeah and i would say um maybe don't start katie roberts with this or katie roberts sorry no s um with this book check out her dark yeah. olympus series, i have though. two other books by neon her that gods. i haven't read yet and now i'm scared neon gods is the first one in the dark olympic um series it's really good it's a hades persephone retelling they all kind of take place um in olympus but it's sort of a modern day olympus and they're not actually gods the the god names are like positions that people inherit. Yeah, it's not like a touch of darkness where there's some magic. Right, where they're actually gods. They're not. Um, the names are just their positions. Um, so the first one's Hades and Persephone. The second one, which is Electric Idol, is um, Eros and Psyche. Um, and that's as far as I've read so far. There's a couple more. There's a new one coming out really soon. Um, yeah. But they're they're really well done. They're um, they're well written they the plots are much better than this story um, how's a dirty talk in comparison i thought it was fine but i also don't didn't like hate this one the same way so i don't know yeah. i don't know how you would feel about it but i thought it was fine look um, i have it on my shelf and you know it's unavoidable it'll happen eventually i have no that one reading. in court of the vampire queen yeah i'm gonna read that one as well i bought that one recently i think well, it'll this one be has fine. sex on the second page yeah yeah so. no <laughs> they really are quickly. the neon but you know it's vampire true. vampire yeah. sex i don't mind because it's going to be less creepy this one still had the monster one you have to get yeah. used to like the sex the dirty talk and the weird monstrous thing. right because she's just always talking about how like her ta- his tail turns around and it's like it's just a stretch in this one i so i would just say check out some of her other stuff maybe because i think she's a pretty good writer or a decent writer anyway and uh but don't start with this one don't don't start with the dragon's brand yeah no i that's what i would say and uh for next episode i think we haven't determined yet which book we're going to be reading but we'll let you know we'll we'll pop it up yeah. on instagram uh maybe i'll record a little thing later to pop in at the end of the episode but um yeah, we're trying not to. A lot of the books we have in our list are really long, and that doesn't work with our schedule this coming week. So we're trying to find another nice, short and sweet one to do um, for this upcoming week. But we will let you know. Um, before we get to our plugs, is there anything else you want to mention? Anything you want to point people to this week? No, not really. All right. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is mush. Yeah, this week was a lot. Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram at goodreads underscore reviews, where I post funny one-star reviews that I find off of Goodreads. Uh, You can follow Claire at Claire's Reviews on Instagram, where she posts about what she's reading and what she's writing. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at the Monster Smash Pod, uh, where we will announce our upcoming books and just, you know, do fun stuff over there, I guess. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at smash underscore pod, or you can email us at the Monster Smash Pod at gmail.com. 
send us your recommendations for books you think we should do on here send us you know if you've read the dragon fried and we missed something crazy uh send us one of those maybe we'll do like a mini soda or something where we where we go through those um but yeah so that's the podcast and um keep it creepy what did we say last time keep it creepy keep Keep it it sexy Keep it creepy, keep it sexy, keep it crexy. Keep it crexy. Bye. Bye.